just when you think uh, we're getting back to a place of calm, because of course we can no longer say <laughs> a level of normalcy, <laughs> some more shit gets started back up. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to face the reality that, you know, the, the U.S. is really in a level of struggle and desperation. And this is the reasons why that, you know, you're, start, you're starting to see things happening at a rapid pace. The United States is in a very bad place right now as a country. And they are trying to ramp up. They're trying to speed up. Trying to put certain things in place. They're at a level of desperation right now. So you're going to see a lot of craziness going on. But even in regards to everything that's happening, especially when it comes to you know, us and our black communities. The real question has to be asked. Where do we go from here? Remote podcasting just got easier. Introducing Record With Friends 2.0 from Anchor. With more people creating podcasts right now than ever, Anchor is making it easier to record your conversations with anyone, wherever they are in the world, from any device. Invite up to four other people to join your recordings. The invite link will open in your guest preferred browser on desktop or mobile device. Support for Google Chrome coming soon, or in the Anchor app, if you have it, to help you keep track of who's speaking, each guest will be asked to type in their names before joining. So come join me on my D-Win Legacy podcast at anchor.fm. I look forward to working with you. Here we are on another Tuesday. Back at work again for one day out the week. And we are on day three after the civil unrest that we had you know, here in Wilmington, Delaware, and pretty much all across the U.S. And, it's, and it's, it makes me laugh because I'm taking my daughter to, you know, her grandmother's this morning while I go to work. And as I drove through all of the white communities, not a damn thing was touched. And I'm not saying I wanted it to be touched, but I'm just making a point here. Not a damn thing was touched. But as usual, you know, us as ignorant ass Negroes, we always tear up our own shit, you know, and hey, I will go there. If you're going to make a fucking point, you know, go to the source of the so-called anger that you're having. Don't tear up your own shit, your own communities. Now, if I, as I go, I'm actually approaching it right now. Center City here and this place called the Market Street Mall where they did most of the damage and after what happened on Saturday the police have pretty much taped off you know the entire area 
where there's no access to any, you know, streets, you know, going towards the uh, mall. Now, I will say that the next day after the civil unrest, a lot of people came out and, uh, you know, showed their support and uh, did a little cleanup. And they actually did a pretty good job. And I'm shocked to see that a lot of uh, the places that I frequent, and I mentioned this in my last episode about, you know, places I like to eat, they didn't really get hit. So it's obvious that uh, a lot of the looters and the stealers, they went to like, uh, you know, the, Wal the Walgreens is completely boarded up. So they must've smashed that shit up pretty good. You know, you know they're gonna go for the pharmacies because they want to get all the uh, <laughs> prescription medications and shit. But all the jewelry shops and places where they feel there was some sense of value. <laughs> you know, seeing a lot of motherfuckers grabbing clothes and sneakers and, you know, there were their jewelry shops that were busted up. It's just a bunch of craziness. And it was just a bunch of motherfuckers who were just waiting for the opportunity you know, not to really, you know, protest what's actually going on. They don't really give a fuck about a black man who, you know, about who was killed by, you know, a police. It was just, they was just waiting for an opportunity to be greedy. You know, it's really, it's really all about themselves. And I always talk about this. There's always this high level of entitlement because they did say that the majority of the stealers and looters of all races were from the age range of 18 to 30. Sean back here at work on another Tuesday. I'm a little quiet day at work, which I really don't mind here by myself once again. But I have to mention, <laughs> you know, walking towards the building, not a scratch, not a scratch. And this building has a lot of glass on the front, right? <laughs> but it was not touched, you know, this past weekend, you know, after the peaceful protests and, you know, and when the night hit, you know, all the ignorance came out of everyone. You know, everybody wanted to, you know, do some damage. But I'm walking up to my building this morning. No, you know, wood on the glass or nothing like, you know, where, where glass was broken or anything like that. Building looks brand new. <laughs> But, uh, and like I said, I'm not, uh, I didn't wish that happened. I'm just making a point. Uh, you know, we, we go through great lengths to uh, get overly emotional and get caught up in our own shit and we'll tear up our own shit. But, you know, you, you, the source that you're complaining about, you know, you, you didn't go to any of those areas, right? And in and, and, and saying that, I'm going to say this, Okay. Cause this is the part that really fucks me up about 
you know, are black people. Now, there's other races and cultures of people that are joining in on this crusade to speak out about what happened to Mr. George Floyd. And I'll get into that in another episode if I if I really want to go there with everybody. But you know, we really are not standing up for ourselves as black people. We 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 really not are taking a stand because we're not taking the opportunity to not only you know be a voice for ourselves but we're not really coming out to you know make any change for anything and i'm i'm gonna go there there are other groups of people who are using this narrative for their own benefit when it really comes down to it they're using racism and what happens to you know black people here in the US when it comes to police brutality and and you know what the, the crazy part about it is and the reason why we're seeing more of this is because like I said someone's pushing a narrative and of course you know with the you know everyone having access to cell phones and being able to create videos, of course you're going to see more of it. It's more of an opportunity for them to use, uh, you know, these videos to provoke some shit. But if you really think that, you know, the, the goal is to help stop the violence that's happening against black people, you're fucking fooling yourself, man. And I keep telling people, especially our black men, especially our black men, stop getting caught up in the overly emotional tactics that's being put on you. We really need to stop doing that. Because if you actually take some time to step back and look at what's really going on, you'll see the villain that's hiding behind the curtain who's really provoking all of this shit. The most privileged in our society are using the most desperate in our society to seize power from everyone else. Got that? That's the nub of it. The most privileged are using the most desperate to seize power from the rest of us. They are not seeking racial justice. If they were seeking racial justice, they wouldn't be denouncing their fellow Americans for their race, which they are. It has nothing to do with it. What they are seeking is total control of the country. And it goes without saying that none of this has anything to do with George Floyd. Shame on those who pretended that it did. Those who fell for the lie and those who knew better but played along because they are cowards. There are many of those. You know who they are and someday we will look back on all of them with contempt. Meanwhile, the many promoters of this chaos remain clear-eyed. They are not lying to themselves, they never do. They know exactly what's going on and they know what they hope to achieve by it. With every night of rioting, they grow bolder. 
Now they are openly defending violence on television. Where are we as black people here in the United States at this point? We have endured so much pain at the expense of all other races of people here in the U.S. And we are still being used for a much deeper agenda, if you think for a moment, that these events that have happened this past week are only about getting justice for a black man who was killed by a police officer. You are truly fooling yourself. See, it's easy, especially today in 2020, to get caught up in your emotions that's what this system is configured to do, get you overly expressive so you can fit right into the chaos. Instead, you don't stop, take a step back, and see the theatrical events that, you know, ha that is happening right in front of your face. Black people are so caught up in looking for someone else to help us do what we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite YouTube has made it very good point he said look closely at the people in the crowd of the peaceful protesters he said you hardly see any black men now in me saying that do you think he means or you know we are not seeing any black men because they're not showing you know their support no and I'm not going to give you the answer but on the other side of this where you see when they are showing chaos stealing and looting oh they make sure they show plenty of black young men doing just that now am I saying there are no other races of people doing the same no there are other races of people doing the same shit but they are put in a different category of being part of an outside group that's coming from other cities provoking violence or they'll name them something else See, just talking in general about this movement takes you away from the real problem that's smacking you, you know, and smacking all of us right in the face. But it doesn't matter. No one is listening. And if you are saying anything against a bunch of overly emotional followers, they get butthurt and want to cause more destruction. But I heard a couple of people say it best. We have a bunch of young idiots that are out here falling victim to the narrative that doesn't even benefit them. While the real black men and women are sitting home strategizing on how we are going to come out of all this fuckery. So as the end gets closer and as they continue to control you with fear, the question is, where do we go from here? Show your support for the D-Win Legacy Podcast and head on over to our dwinlegacy.com website and check out our items from our apparel to our products that will get you ready for the spring and the summer season. So head on over right now to dwinlegacy.com.
Okay, that concludes this episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And as always, we want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. And in taking some time to think about what happened this past week, we really need to ask ourselves that question. Where do we go from here? I mean, can you really be honest with yourself and give yourself an answer to that question? And I bet a lot of us can't. Well, once again, we'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think. Peace.